Hello and welcome to episode one of the Baseballers with the Z podcast. We're just a couple of guys hanging out. I'm Matt. This is Mike. And occasionally you'll hear from our producer, once in a lifetime producer. Sam. Anyways. And um, yeah, so Mike, what are we doing? So right now we are going to do a top 100 list of who we think is a top 100 all of baseball. Yes, and in general this will be a podcast about baseball, about lists, about baseball lists, and that's what the first list is going to be. It is going to be a list of the top 100 baseball players. Can't really cram it. Why are you laughing? Into the into one episode, so we're going to split this up. Maybe it'll be five episodes, maybe it'll be ten episodes. Who knows? Maybe Mike will talk 90 minutes about Buster Posey or Adam Dunn. Guys that probably, hopefully, are not even on this list. But only time will tell. Don't you ever disrespect Adam Dunn ever again. I'm, like, I'm actually surprised. I, I saw Mike's list. I'm a little surprised. I thought he was going to put Adam Dunn as a top 20 baseball player. But he didn't do so. Anyways. Um, you put yeah. respect on that name. So anyways, the first podcast is going to be about the top 100 baseball players of all time. Mike and I are each going to have uh, a list. We're going to go back and forth. So I'll start with my 100th best baseball player. We'll go to Mike. Mike will list his number 100. Hopefully it doesn't get confusing. If it does, oh well. And then we'll just kind of go back and forth, back and forth. And we're going to try to keep the podcast to about 60, 70 minutes max, hopefully. So we're hoping to get about 5, 10 players in for each episode. If we get in more, we get in more. If we get in less, we get in less. We'll just kind of see how it goes. So we should kind of get started. But Mike, first, do you want to tell the crowd of Approximately zero viewers. How many or how you came up with your list, how you kind of structured it? So how I structured my list is that, you know, obviously I'm looking at the stats. I'm looking at the home runs. I'm looking at the accolades, you know, MVPs, all-star games. I'm taking account for war, but I didn't really go that deep into the sabermetrics. I took account into more of the accolades, like the MVPs. Mm -hmm. They're in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. You know, how many times were they a gold glove? How many times... But what if a guy was an MVP on a really down year? Or what if a guy was an MVP on a year that maybe he shouldn't have been MVP? I understand that, but at the same time, the stats will speak for themselves, too. Because if they are still that mm-hmm. good, their stats will still show, like, a home run. Well, getting a little sneak peek of your of your list. Yeah. I'm not sure that the yeah. guy's stats speak yeah, for I, themselves, I, but we will see. Yeah, we'll find out. Okay, so, I mean, so the first thing that I did was I kind of... I don't know if this is cheating. I kind of looked at a couple lists. I wanted to make, first things first, I wanted to make sure I don't miss anybody obvious. You know, like Pete Rose. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> as in five minutes before this podcast, I go, hey, Mike, let's just go through and see who you didn't have or I didn't have. And I go, where's Pete Rose? And he goes, oh, crap. <laughs> so, fairness on that one, because I was adding my list so many times. I accidentally deleted Pete Rose, and I completely forgot to add him back. But I did have him up there. I had him like At least you didn't replace him with Adam Dunn. Yes, <laughs> producer. Question. So what I'm hearing is that Mike just kind of freeballed his list while Matt actually did some research. Is, I, that, is I, that a fair statement? I had two concerns. Well, I mean, uh, obviously. Bing I mean, bong. Bing bong or bingo? She got it right on those. Bing bong. Bing bong, bing bong. So, um, yeah, my concern was, I was like, okay, I'm going to forget something really obvious. Stan usual. Whoever, Ted Williams. I'm going to forget something, and I'll be like, oh, man, we got 20 to go. What the heck? You know I'm, you know what I mean? And, or I was like, oh, I'm going to have Barry Bonds in here accidentally three times or something. So I, like, double-checked my list, like, five times, and clearly Mike was just like, oh, I think, you know, uh, uh, Kevin Fontenot. What's his name? Kevin Fontenot? Mike Fontenot. Mike Fontenot. Jesus. Mike Fontenot. Yeah. Mike Fontenot should be uh, number 64 or whatever. Oh my God! Anyway, so so anyway, we're gonna get we're gonna get started. 
soon, hopefully. But occasionally we might just, you know, have like a quiz Sam moment where we say, Sam, tell us this player. And she'll be like, oh, yeah, I just know that on the top of my head. I can tell you how many home runs, how many blah, 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 blah he hit. Yeah, probably not. Anyways, should we get started? Yeah, let's do it. So I'll go first. So with my number 100 baseball player in the history of the league. I started out with a guy that I thought, you know, this is a guy I watched him play. I know for a fact he needs to be on this list. But when you compare him to other players, I'm like, where should he be? Is he top 20? Is he top 80? Is he 100? Where is he? He's the guy that I think was the hardest to place. So I decided to put him at number 100. He is the only relief pitcher on my list. And of course, that is Mariano Rivera. Now, as a quick quiz to Sam. Sam, what team did Mariano Rivera play for? He played for the that is correct. He played for the New York Yankees for 19 seasons. He had a career ERA of 2.21, and of course he leads all-time Major League Baseball players in saves with 602. And because of that, you know, I, I thought maybe he should go up higher, especially when you look at his postseason accolades. He had a .7 ERA of all-time. He also has some really notable blown saves in the postseason. Uh, 2001. 2001. Right? He, blew, he blew two saves in a row against the Red Sox in the 2004 ALCS. Quick quiz to Sam? Yeah. Who got that game when he hit in 2001 World Series? No, 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 no. Wait. No? You can't hard. ask for that. You have to. I don't know what the hell was in the 2001 World Series. Okay, okay. When you're two. thinking about questions to ask Sam, it has to be equivalent to like a what's two plus two in baseball. So you, you can't ask her like what's 16 times seven or something. So it's not great counsel. Uh, no, it, it was Craig it Council. Was, it wasn't Craig Council. It was Luis Gonzalez. It was Luis Gonzalez. Mike doesn't wow. know the answer you, to okay. his own question. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So anyways, yeah. So that's why I put Mariano. If I can say his name correctly, I put Mariano Rivera, the Sandman, at number 100. Mike, do you have any, any, any thoughts? So I have him at the same. So we're, we're in agreement here. And... You know, it's, it's hard because a closer, you're only showing up for like an inning or two, you know, and your team also has to be winning. So really, you're not putting in, you're not putting in, you're not contributing as much to the rest of the team. However, you are closing the door. You are solidifying a win. Really, that win step should go down mm-hmm. to the closer, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. However, looking at the baseball reference that you have up now, can you name me any other closers that came into a top 10, even top 5 Cy Young voting? To well, me, that's kind of insane. I don't think Dennis Eckersley... He won MVP. He won the MVP as a closer? Young? I don't know if he was a Young. I don't, don't, don't question me. It, it doesn't matter. No, that's what I'm but saying. Like, anyways, like, as, as a closer, you're getting, you're getting votes to be a top five Cy Young candidate. Like, that already says something about your ability. Nobody is questioning that. But if you yeah. look at his war, for example, it doesn't compare near anybody else's. And because of the point that you said, which, yeah. by the way, we had this conversation a couple days ago, mm-hmm. and I was saying something along the lines of Mariano Rivera should be in there, and you go, oh, no, he shouldn't. Oh, he only pitches one inning. And you change your tune very quickly. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, just to kind of also go off of that, that happened a lot. Every time I said... Oh, you know, it should be this guy. And you go, no. And I go, yeah, I think so. And then you agreed with me. So I think if we did this long enough, our list would be exactly the same. (laughs) I do not doubt that. But anyways, um, I will just kind of fact check Mike here. It's not really a fact, but more of a fact. That Mike said, oh, I have him in the same spot. When in fact, he does not. Oh, (laughs) there we go. He does not have him in the same spot. I also changed the list, so I don't know who the Like 16 times. He he does have him in in a few coming up, but we don't want to spoil anything, right, Mike? We're not 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 spoilers. spoilers. Yeah, just like we're not going to spoil 
I don't know. It, uh, anyways. Like so, the end of the Game of Thrones. We're not going to spoil that. Yeah, we're not going to spoil that. Or, or The Sopranos. He, di- he died at the end, by the way. So, anyways. It's been off like... It's a family it's friendly been, It's been done for like 20 years. You should already know he, that he's dead. Continue. Okay, so that concludes my number 100. We've already lost the three people that were listening to this. And, um, yeah, I mean, that's all I really have to say about Mo. Do you have anything else? We're yeah. going to, I guess, talk to him about him briefly in a couple seconds. No, I mean, he's very deserving of the top 100 spot. Okay. So would you like to go into your number 100 then, Mike? Yes, I would. Okay, and who is that? That would be as soon as you pull up. You don't know? Because actually, is it Musina? Yeah, there we go, Mike Musina. So for me, Mike Musina was an interesting case because, I mean, he's in the Hall of Fame. Five-time All-Star, seven-time Gold Glove. You look at the war, crazy high war, 82.8, 270 wins, career area is 3.68. I mean, I can go on and on about the stats with this guy. Mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. thing that kind of surprised me is that zero Cy Young's. Shocking. You would think a guy with that kind of a resume mm-hmm. would have some Cy Young's, especially with that high of a career war. Mm-hmm. you think he'd walk away with something like that. But really, he just walks away with seven gold gloves and five-time All-Star. But he was very important to the Baltimore Orioles of the late 90s. They had a great run with him, and when Ripken was there, and that whole team. But, you know, unfortunately, he went to the rival, the Yankees. And again, he tore it up there. So I believe he is deserving to be a top 100 player. Okay, and to kind of counter that, I do agree the, like, I do have Mike Yusina on my list a little bit higher. Initially had him 100, tweaked things around, blah, 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 whatever. Um, I do think he definitely needs to be on this list. The only thing that kind of, you know, I don't love, even though he did finish in the top Cy Young voting, top five of the Cy Young voting six times, which is good. He was only one time uh, top five in war for a season. So, like, that's the whole thing that, you know, when voters are voting, I mean, especially at the time, like, war wasn't a thing or whatever. They're just kind of going, like, oh, this guy, best player, best team, whatever. You know, so um, I don't necessarily love that, especially when you go into a lot of other guys. They were in the top five or top ten, six, seven, eight, ten times, you know. So being in there one time isn't great. The other thing, unfortunately, for Mike Mussina, if you look at his stats, he never won a World Series. But his first season with the Yankees was in 2001, the year after they won the World Series. And then his last season with the Yankees, which, by the way, he was 39 years old, he had a 3.37 ERA, which is phenomenal. Very good, especially because how old was he at that time? He was 39 years old. That's very and good. And he finished sixth in Cy Young, which is incredible. But yeah. anyways, that year was 2008, and then that was the year before they won their next World Series. So he was just kind of, you know. So my question to you then, does he not have a clutch gene? Because you know how people love to talk well, about the clutch okay, gene. So does he not have a clutch gene? Does he have a clutch gene? Because he cannot gene. walk out with the World Series. Okay, well, but he's not the only guy on the team, is he? That's very true. That's uh, I mean, you can look at the... very important. You can look at the postseason. He pitched uh, 139 and two-thirds innings in the postseason. He had a 3.42 ERA. Hold on. Producer needs to chime in. Go ahead, Sam. For those of Uninitiated. our listeners that might not know, what is a clutch gene? The clutch gene is when you see is the equivalent of <laughs> when LeBron James goes up to the free throw line and instead of making one, he makes all three to put the game in overtime no. of the Warriors. So clutch, clutch gene is what you put clutch on every morning. One leg at a time. <laughs> clutch gene is Michael Jordan walking away with all those MVPs and NBA finalists. The clutch gene is coming up big when the when the star shines the brightest. Okay, so again, three point four two ERA, one hundred and thirty nine and two thirds innings. That this isn't clutch. One point one whip in the postseason. This isn't clutch. I mean, doesn't have a World Series win out of it. Um, he doesn't have a World Series win, but he has individual wins in the World Series. That's, where's his ring? 
Could, could he not go back-to-back games to pitch? You know, where's his ring? Yeah. He should ask Mariano Rivera. <laughs> <laughs> and say, hey, I would have it. I, I'm actually dissing my own 100. <laughs> Hey, Mariano, you remember when you sucked that day? <laughs> you cost me a rig. Why'd you have to throw that inside cutter that you knuckled out in the outfield? Such a, such a, <laughs> such a knuckle. Anyways, um, and Mike Mussina, he's going to come up later on my list. Do we have anything else to say for the time being on, on uh, I, Mike Mussina? I think we're good. I think we're good? Yeah. Okay, so we should... Quick, quick recap, though. Both of your number 100s are on the other person's list, but not at 100. Yes, that's true. Actually, in general, I think it's down to... I think we have the same. That's the only thing I don't love because if Mike had it, that's how I know it's wrong. But I think we have, I think we have eighty-five of the same players, not necessarily in the same order, but eighty-five of the same players. I think like three are slotted in at the same exact when I was just going yeah. through. It. But um, so yeah, we only have fifteen different players, mm-hmm. and initially probably would have been forty, but then you know I kept throwing Mike a bone here and there, <laughs> you know, Pete Rose, Mike, Pete Rose. <laughs> There's other guys that I think are Pete Rose that he said, no, no, it's fine. I'm just gonna leave him off. So, um. We shall get to that, too. So should I go to my number 99? Yeah, go ahead. This is number, 99. Ni- number 99. Maybe the best defensive player in the history of the game. Not going to argue that one. He won 13 gold gloves, 15-time all- All-Star. He did win a World Series, unlike Mike Museum. <laughs> um, yeah, that's his name. <laughs> he was the NLCS at one point, MVP. Um, his, he is, of course, nobody other than the Wizard. Who's the Wizard, Sam? Ozzie Smith. Now, of course, if we dove deep into the stats, we will know that he is not a great hitter. If it was for hitting alone, he would be nowhere near this list. He wouldn't even be in the Hall of Fame. But when you consider what he he brought with the glove, especially better than anybody else to play, both at the position and in the game in general, I think he has to be on on the list. It's like the Devin Hester thing, like... Every position, every, like, part of the game should be represented. And I don't want you to go to me like, oh, you're going to have, like, the best bench player or whatever. Like, no, I don't mean like that. But, you know, like, I, I think, like, you know, that's why, like, Mo has to be on it. Relief pitching needs to be represented in some way. Same thing. That's why you can, you can kind of put those, you can tweak with the bottom of the list, I think. Uh, and that's why I have him at number 99. Mike, I know you do not have him on your list. Would you like to tell me why? So, again, I mean, like you said, Great defensive player. Probably one of the best defensive shortstops out there. But again, like you said, his offense was just horrendous. Not Omar Vizquel bad, but it was just terrible. Right? What did she just say? Anyways, continue. Okay. We're his also op- Giants fans, if we didn't know already say. Yeah. So Sam has only heard about 13 baseball players in the history of the game, and They're like 12 Giants. of them are Giants. Excuse you. Uh, I heard of both of those. Continue, Mike. So our producer needs to get in her place right now. <laughs> and the middle finger flies. Anyways, so like I said, his bat, for me, wasn't good enough to put him into that top of 100 range. His defense was amazing. I will give him that. If his bat was anywhere as good as half of his defensive caliber, I'd put him in there. But his bat wasn't that good. His bat was terrible. Riddle me this, Batman. You, do you or do you not have Brooks Robinson in the top 100? I do have Brooks Robinson. What separates a Brooks Robinson from needing to be in the top 100 than an Ozzie Smith? Look at, this, look at the offensive stats. Okay. Can we go over those? Oh, weird. I have them in front of me. What <laughs> would you like to look at? Okay, let's, let's, look, at, let's look at the war. 
Let's look let's at jump, war. Would you like war. would you like offensive war? Yeah, let's jump at Okay, offensive, offensive war. Brooks Robinson, 47.7. Ozzie Smith, 48.9. Ooh, look at that. Defensive war, well, we already yeah, know. Yeah, Ozzie, they're Ozzie they're Smith, close. Yeah. Ozzie Smith has a little bit of a lead. How yeah. about most war in a season? Four for Brooks Robinson, five for Ozzie I mean, Smith. I'm sure go, I mean, you're just picking out the stats that you want to pick out. Okay, just go all over Mike, them I have 40 stats on here. Tell me literally whatever you want. <laughs> well, let's see. Let's see. What do we have here? Let's, let's go to batting average. Go to That's batting a good average. one. Where do we got? We got got Brooks Robinson, 267 to 262. Okay, cool. That's close enough. Yep. On base, base. thirty. All right, Ozzy's uh, got him in a little can, bit. Can 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 we tell the the people what it is? They're not looking at my screen. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Okay, maybe relax. Take, take a deep breath. Relax. Okay, relax. Brooks Robinson's uh, on base percentage three twenty two. Ozzy Smith three thirty seven. Both atrocious, but you know, once again, Brooks Robinson is worse. How about slugging? Well, okay, that one was a clear lead. Neither is good. Who does Ozzy Smith? Ozzy Smith didn't have a good. Um, who doesn't love doubles? Ozzy Smith had a three twenty eight um, slugging compared to four hundred one for Brooks Robinson. This guy loves doubles. I mean, home runs twenty eight for Ozzy Smith. <laughs> and how many for Brooks Robinson? That's not good. Two sixty eight. That's not like oh my god, it's so amazing. But at the same time, like again, Brooks oh Robinson man. at least carried a bat. He also played twenty three seasons, so you know, ten home runs a season. Wow, that's just incredible. Okay, how many seasons did Ozzy Smith play? Um, Ozzy Smith played, I think, 19, 19, 19 and how many home runs? 28. <laughs> but <laughs> oh, yeah, there's nobody else that, there, there's, there's nobody here that's saying that he should be, you know, that he's like this great offensive well, juggernaut. I'm just saying, like, what is it when you were putting this together? And we know how much thought and care you put into this. When you hey, were putting this. Care. Okay, that's what I'm saying. So what is it, what is the reason that Brooks Robinson is on this list and not Ozzy Smith? Again, for me, the deal breaker was that. I saw the stats. Home runs? The home runs. Is okay. the home runs And I do believe that's going to be a trend with Mike, and that's perfectly fine if that's how he wants to do his list. He goes a lot based off of home runs, and that's why guys from the 1920s, Mike is like, they played against plumbers. Okay, cool. Like at the same time, guys like Ty Cobb, they faced a guy like Walter Johnson, who threw the fastest 91. You put Ty Cobb in today's game, he ain't touched That's the, the part Johnson. that I don't agree with you, that I'm like, okay, sure. Were the pitchers back then as good in terms of how fast they could throw, what they throw, mm-hmm. as they are now? Obviously not. But the thing is, is like you're only a product, right, of, of your yeah, time. And I'll so like that. Ty Cobb was the best player around his time, or one of the best. So what is to say that if he had the same tools that everybody else did, that he wouldn't be still the best than now. Like, I understand that he's he has tougher competition, but what's to say that he wouldn't have been the same? He could have been the same, but the thing is, though, he is handicapped at the time he played in, and that's unfortunate for him. It's, it's like as if, if we grew up in the 80s, 1980s, right? Mm-hmm. And we got on the stock market, we got on Microsoft, we got on Google, we got on all this stuff super low, right? We'd be millionaires. We wouldn't be doing this stuff right now. We, we'd be on a yacht sailing around the world. Okay. But we didn't, we didn't get in on that time. I can tell you who wants we to be on the yacht. We didn't, <laughs> we didn't get in on that time, though. That's just it. We didn't get in on okay. that time. Okay, fair and enough. That's what I'm saying. He's just, he's just unfortunate. Mm-hmm. In that case, it's just an unfortunate part of the time that they played in. Well, anyways, this is just one of many issues that I have with Mike's. So. Yeah, What's Mike in general? Issues I have but with also, in general. also, he goes into t- too much sabermetrics. Well, you know what? The Giants weren't the greatest sabermetrics team. They just know how to match up against lefties and righties. For 107 wins. Would you, shall we continue? Would you like to go into your number 99? <laughs> Since it's been 20 minutes and we've gotten oh through three players. Terrible. Terrible. 
Okay, Mike. Yes. Oh, my God. Who do I have? Oh, okay, okay. Don't give me the oh, my God. Sam, you'll know this player. You'll love this player. This man is responsible for the single greatest era in baseball today. If it were not for this man. Era or error? Era and error because of the Metroid board. And then I'm pretty sure he wrote a book, too. Oh, he wrote a book. I thought yeah. you were talking about error, like E R O. No, I'm talking about era too. Oh, got it. Like the era and the error. I mean, he has two both. Yeah, well, that too, maybe three. So, anyways, this man, he's responsible for the greatest summer of our childhood, mm-hmm. 1998. Mm-hmm. If it weren't for this man, Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa would There'd not be have no stir- to live. Really, there really wouldn't be a reason. To live. Yeah. This man is Jose Canseco, Mister Forty Forty himself. The first one forty home runs, so forty stolen bases in a year. No, hold on. Not just that's not just the reason. Let's dive into accolades. MVP, Rookie of the Year, five mm-hmm. times. Cool. Was that six time All Star, two time right. World Series You're appearance, right. and four time Silver Slugger. That's a lot of you'll that's a lot notice, of medals on the chest. You'll there. also notice there isn't a little yellow banner at the oh, top. Oh, there is there a yellow banner that says, says Hall of Fame, Fame, but he should be in the Hall of Fame. Okay, and a lot of people do know that. I mean, four hundred sixty two home runs. 42.4 war. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's whatever, fine. Mm-hmm. OPS, 86 point, was it? 0.867. Those are still really good power numbers for a power hitting guy. Again, you're the first one to do 40 40, Mr. 40 40. And this is what I'm saying. Like, yeah, that that's incredible. But I, I again, I just think Mike loves. The home run. Chicks love the long ball. Love Mike the long loves ball. the, the I, chicks who love the long maybe ball. Maybe I'm the chick. Who knows? This who is knows? the time we live. You know, there's gonna be maybe there's gonna be some pitcher later on that I'm gonna be like, Mike, why isn't he in the Hall of Fame or or not in the Hall of Fame? Mike, why isn't he on your top hundred list? And Mike's gonna go home runs. Exactly. What? He's known by Hampton. Yeah. So is Mike Hampton on your list? No. <laughs> I thought about it just to piss you off, <laughs> Sam. <laughs> For those of our two fans, if we have two fans, uh, keep your check at home. I've known three of the four. Uh huh. Who did <laughs> tell us who you knew? I knew Mo. Uh huh. I had heard of Mike Musina. Uh huh. But I don't. What? I couldn't tell you any of the teams. Mm-hmm. This is where we call Sam a liar. Continue. No, this and is where we say nobody cares. I've heard of. Well, okay, you've heard of the you've heard of the Wizards. Again, <laughs> Harry Potter. <laughs> oh, I thought you. He went to school for seven years at uh, Hogwarts, so whatever. I don't watch Seinfeld, but that's a okay. different topic. Okay, so anyways. No, so, wait, I have a question, though. Yes, Sam. Can you pretty please, for those of us that may not have heard of players or even have heard of players, name the team they were on or they're known okay. for and their position? Well, that's a lot of teams for Jose Canseco. Shall we just kind of continue most, from going yes, from, okay, so Jose Canseco, outfielder, he is yes. known mostly with the A's being a bash brother mm-hmm. with, of course, Mark McGuire. And then also in the Yankees, when he tried to cash up on the outfield, but it bounced it, off his head. Was he with the oh, Yankees was it the when Rangers? he did that? Was it the Rangers? I don't remember or who Blue he Jay? was with. I'm the guy I played with how many teams? I don't know. We can look it up. He I played nine, nine years for the with the A's, three with the Rangers, yeah. anyway, two with Tampa Bay. Anyways, he, he took a fly ball off the dome, goes over the, the wall, ground will end up being a home run. That's probably what he's best known for, except for all the yeah. steroids. His resume sounds like mine. But anyways, continue. What a blunder in life. Um... Yeah, so, okay, so just so that we know, the main reason why Jose Canseco is on your list is not because of necessarily the stats, it's because of what he meant to the game? But he, what he brought to the game, what he eventually turned the game into. He was a driving force for okay. our single greatest So you don't care that his, that his war is a little low? That is ap- that war's is, uh, not that. The war is not that bad. Okay. The war is not that bad. He's got he's got four hundred sixty two. War is not that man. bad. It's funny that the internet can tell me everything. Uh, right fielder. He 
is fifty third ranked in WAR. The average right, the average Hall of Fame right fielder has seventy one point seven career for Jose Canseco is forty two point five. Don't care. The average seven year peak for WAR is forty two point four. Jose Canseco. 29.7. That would be worse than anybody on my list. Do not care. Uh, his Jaws is how you... Do you know what Jaws is? It's, <laughs> it's kind of how it compares to other Hall of Famers. Mm-hmm. The average is 56.7. Jose Canseco is 36.1. Anyways, blah, blah, blah. Number, number, number. I, I get uh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. All the sabermetrics. Yes. They tell you everything. Like, can I, can, can I bring up a guy that you that I'll just spoil you do not have, and we can kind of compare the two? Right, and, like, why is Jose Canseco but not this guy? Okay. Okay, let's kind of go through some things. Jose Canseco's war, 42.4. Player X, we'll call him, 72.7. Jose Canseco, 462. We definitely led that. The okay. guy that I'm about to say has 300, 383 home runs. This is definitely a Pete Rose blunder here. OPS plus of Jose Canseco's 132. This guy, 141. And you so on and so forth. Well, My guy yeah, won seven yeah. gold gloves. Your guy won zero. My guy also won the MVP. My guy was a five-time All-Stars. Yours was six, so you got that going for you. Um, of course... Guy? Is he a 40 40 guy? I, I think he's 30-30. He's not actually. a 40-40 guy. But, of course, none other than the Canadian. The guy that wanted to actually be a hockey player, but they told him he sucked. So he decided that I was going to play baseball. So that happy Larry Walker, who you do not have on this list. And when I said, Mike, do you want to put Larry Walker on, the, on this list? You looked at me and you said, nah, screw that. <laughs> you know why? I'll give you a reason why. His numbers are inflated. Numbers are inflated. Coors Field. The Coors Field factor. Okay. Put Jose Canseco on Coors Field. steroid factor? Put Jose Canseco <laughs> Jose Canseco, well, Larry Walker juice too, most likely. Most likely. Most likely. Is that Your era? guy era. wrote a Everybody book knows. about it. 90%, 90% of the players juice in that era anyway, so I'm just going to assume Larry Walker juice. Sorry, you're actually a big fan. Love the guy. But, again, if it weren't for <laughs> Jose Canseco, if it weren't for Jose Canseco, uh-huh. Larry Walker doesn't juice, doesn't end up in Colorado, he sticks with Montreal, and who knows? If he sticks with Montreal, they might win the World Series with Pedro Martinez, Randy Johnson. Anyways, looking at all these things, you're still thinking, oh, Larry Walker should not or should be in the Hall of Fame. Not in the no, Hall of Fame. I, I mean, honestly, big fan of Larry Walker. He mm-hmm. was probably one of my more favorite players growing up. I'm glad he's in the Hall of Fame. We're not looking for who you love, Mike. We're just looking no, for, I, you know, looking at the numbers. The Hall of should they be, but Jose should they be on the list? Def- Jose Canseco's def- uh, deserving a lot. I literally just gave you ten reasons why he does not deserve it. Uh, again, look at the numbers. That's what I looked at. 462 home runs. 462 home runs. You should be in there. Literally, that's all you care. Okay, why isn't Rafael Palmero on your list? You should. Well, Sterling. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> steroids! <laughs> it took a lot. Hold on. Oh, yeah. Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. Oh. So I took Roth off the list because at the end of the day, I just still think Jose's better. Okay. See, like, this is where we're talking, like, steroids. I really don't care. Whatever. Nobody like, you know, you're yeah. just Nobody up a little. Can. You know, it's cool. Whatever, man. Whatever you're doing. Funny thing about steroids, you know that steroids they're not. Steroids are a serious matter. They're not fine. Well, the MLB is no longer testing for it now. Yeah, but that's only because there's a lockout. Know, they're they're going to start up again because they're, they're literally like, like 15 minor league baseball players just got busted within the past month. Like they're still testing, well, I mean, but they're only testing minor league players because they're the ones that are still in there. Yeah, but they don't want to test the major league baseball players. Because there's a lockout going on. Yeah. But, so what, when the but lockout's do, you over, do you think they'll continue not testing them? Yes. They're going to continue testing. No, they won't continue testing. You know why? Said who? Because they're going to probably lose a bunch of fans. A lot of people are fed Can up. Can we with move on? It's been a half an hour. We've gone through four, four guys. <laughs> Shall we uh, move along here, Mike? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, anyway, so I'm going to go on to my number 97. 
Uh, somebody that I can guarantee you Sam has never heard of. He is a catcher. He played for the Dodgers, the Brooklyn Dodgers. He is a three-time MVP. He is in the Hall of Fame. He is a guy that, if it wasn't for spending the first portion of his career in the Negro Leagues, would have had much more, much better numbers. Yeah. Um, he is Roy Campanella, three-time MVP as a catcher. Now, when you look at numbers, like catchers are hard because you know their numbers, when you look from an offense's perspective, especially they're going to be a little lower but you have that's why you have to consider the position so a guy that's hitting 20 home runs as a catcher is not the same thing as a guy hitting 20 home runs as a different position like Buster Posey never hit more than one like 21 bombs but he's still a great player because of what he brings and he's doing a lot of things and blah 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 so um yeah so I thought he was definitely deserving at to be on the list I put him a little lower I have a several catchers above him if he would have played longer, I think he very likely could have been a lot higher on this list. Um, but I think he definitely needs to be on the list. Do you have uh, anything to add, Mike? Uh, not really, because I have him on my list, too. I just actually have him higher. So the reason why I have him higher, like you said, the catcher position, it takes a toll on the player. They play for, for the most part, shorter amount of time. You know, So to be able to even escape with one MVP at the catcher position and put up those type of offensive numbers to get that MVP... That says a lot, considering that you're in the squat for how long? Nine innings? That's a long time. Like I said, it takes a toll for these guys. You know, Joe Maurer, short career. Buster Posey, he had his solid career, you know, at the catcher position. But he retired at what age? Like 34? 34. Right. And while other players are still it's going. It's like two months ago, Buster. It's I know. You can still come back. Please come back. <laughs> um, we need your bat. Um, so, but at the same time, like, you, first baseman, they can go to 40. You know, a lot of the other positions, they can go to a longer age. They can go I mean, you do have career. guys like Pudge played for a long time. Yeah, um, You know, every time, just with the steroids. Yadier <laughs> <laughs> uh, Molina is still playing. Yeah. You know. No, exactly. But, I mean, it's just, I feel like they're kind of like a running back. They're kind of compared to a running back where they're the ones, they're taking the toll. But at the same time, they also have to be the quarterback because they're the ones that are calling a game. They're the ones who are looking around. They're the ones who have to be... Their situational awareness has to be higher than even the pitchers or the left fielder or the center fielder or the right fielder. They're the ones that have to know what's going on the whole time and be on the same page with that pitcher. Now, I think catchers have it harder today because of how many times pitchers are being changed. Mm -hmm. So what cycle are we going through with the pitch count? Mm -hmm. What number? What numbers are we throwing down? Mm -hmm. You know, like Buster Posey has to understand, I got, you know, AFO on the mound, not Bumpgarner. These are outfalls numbers. These are bumpers numbers. Mm -hmm. So for me, that's why I got him a little harder. Anyways, kind of just to close the book on Roy Campanella. Uh, looking at his numbers, looking at his average for 162 games. 162. What's that, Sam? What? <laughs> how? Uh, Thanks for how many games they played. Thank you for paying attention. He um yeah over 162 games he yeah. would have averaged 29 home runs, 283 uh, 283 batting average, 363 uh, on base percentage. So I mean it's clear yeah. his numbers, especially at that position, are incredible. Maybe it doesn't compare to like a Mike Piazza or whoever of the world, but still really really good. And again, if you tack on another let's say four five six years um, that he could have played uh, early in his career, his numbers would have been even higher. Yeah. So that's why he slots in at number 98 on my list. Let's go to number 98. On Mike's list, oh, after man. seeing the last one, I'm a little scared to know who it is. Uh, same here. <laughs> Adam Dunn. <laughs> You're worried thinking about me. Okay. Okay, okay, I'm fine with this one. I'm okay with this. So I'm going with Juan Marichal. Mm -hmm. He's number 98 for me. So, again, Giants fan, 
love for what he did with the Giants. Obviously, he wasn't around, but... Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. You were around in the 60s in the and 70s? 60s, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, totally. I was born in 89. Um, anyways, so again, you know, classic, you know, classic giant. He's got the statue up, that big leg kick and wind up, you know, that's picturesque, you know, and he's got, he was able to get a couple Cy Youngs up there, I believe. Can you scroll back up? Oh yeah. So let's Sorry go through that. quickly. Go through so, quickly. uh, so 10 time all-star, ERA title and all-star MVP in the hall of fame. Again, with his numbers, you know, he's got 62.9 more, 243 wins, Less a sub three career ERA, which is kind of wild in my mind, especially he's pitching in the 60s and 70s. On top of that, he's got what 2,303 strikeouts and a career whip of 1.10, which is insanely low. Again, like the ERA, that's kind of mind blowing, you know. So he kept running, he didn't strike a whole lot of people out, but he didn't allow a whole lot of people on, you know. And for me, that's why I got him in there. Yeah, I mean, I can't disagree, especially when you look at advanced stats, which Matt loves to do. Um, his ERA plus is one twenty three hundred. Is like average mm-hmm. one twenty three. Not amazing, but we're still really, really good. Yeah. His his uh, WAR over seven. His best seven is fifty one point nine. That's a really good number. His average WAR over one hundred sixty two is is four point six. Also really good. Again, I would have him a little higher. There's many guys on this list that are much, much better than these numbers. So that's why I didn't have him too high on this list. But uh, definitely deserves to, to uh, be here. I also believe when Mike gave his four, five, six reasons on why one Marichal should be on this list, he said, oh, because of his high, high uh, leg kick. Um, Come on. That's, that's a classic photo. That's what he's known for. That delivery Why style. isn't Louis Tian on this, on this list now? I mean, he should be on Okay. <laughs> well, you have a control over it. Outside, out, outside, he's like 101. He's like 101, 102. Mike's like, oh, Louis Tion should be on this list. I'm like, you could just literally just put it on it. <laughs> okay, uh, you have anything else for Mr. Mary Chow? Uh, I'm good. Okay, so then that mm. closes out 97 for D- both of us. Dominican Dandy, right? Sure. Dominican totally. Dandy? Yeah, totally. Sure it is. Yes, Sam. What number are we on? Because you said 97 and 98, so. Uh, you're right, this is number 98. <laughs> okay. So we've yeah. done three. So we yes. have each done three. Number, number 97 is coming up. Thank you for correcting hey, producer, me. That's why she's yes. a producer. That's so this why is why you need to have an earpiece instead so that you know you can so just correct you. me. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. It's impossible for you to not. She's here me. to keep us on track and she does a good job of it. Okay, oh, number... We don't need the bird. We don't need the bird flying around. We don't need the bird flying around here. Okay, so next I shall go. This is number 97, just so that I say the correct number. Um... I think this one might be a little controversial. You probably have him a lot higher. I think a lot of other people would have him higher, maybe in the 50, 60, 70 range. I'm not exactly sure where. Uh, I have a pitcher, Bob Feller, Hall of Famer, won the Triple Crown, World Series, uh, 3.25 ERA. For just for Sam, he played for the Cleveland Guardians because he guarded the city oh so well. Um, his whip is not great. One point three one. His ERA is good, not amazing. Three point two five. He pitched in the forties and fifties, which is you know that's I don't know that's probably a little bit more of a pitcher era. Um, I would say it's solid. I mean, he's got to face the Yankees at that time. Yeah, and you know, overall, still really good. He he did miss a few years in his early twenties, military military service. So his numbers could have been even better. But his WAR sixty three point five, good, not amazing. His WAR over one sixty two four point one, 
okay, not amazing. He did have th- four years where his war was in the top five of all pitchers. That is really, really good and why a reason why he definitely needs to be on the list. But again, that's why I put him towards the bottom. Um, there's just a lot of things on here where, you know, are good, not great. Is ERA plus 122? That's just a tick lower than what one. We just said one marriage I'll add. So um, overall, again, 100 player, yes. Very close to the bottom. Also, yes. And that's why I have him slotted there. Mike, go ahead. Uh, I agree. I'm pretty sure I have him on my list somewhere, hopefully. <laughs> you, I'm not an idiot. <laughs> that's what you want to hear. I'm pretty I'm sure. I'm pretty sure watch him not Mike, be on my list. welcome to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Matt. <laughs> this is about football, right? You have him way higher. Anyways, I have him way continue. higher. Okay. Right where I said, but anyways. Okay, continue. well, that, that's fine. Um, don't don't okay. spoil it. we got to bring I'm people not back. Saying, I'm, not, I'm not saying what number. It's, the biggest Bob Feller fan is going, where is he? Uh, oh, my God, now, right? So, I mean, I agree. Bob Feller, his stats are really freaking good. You look at that war, 63.5. Wins, 266. The career ERA... That's solid to me, 3.25. It is really good. There's That's a... really good. Like, But like you said, that whip is a little high, but I mean, at the same time, when you're pitching that long, especially when you got to do military service, you miss a couple of your good years, you know, it's, it's going to hurt you. It's going to hurt you. Yeah. So I, I agree. He should be in the top 100. You know, you got him there in the 90s, and I got him somewhere else a little higher. That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. The deductive reason on that could just go through the roof. You know, you're like, oh, um... I haven't set him yet, and I have him on the list, so I definitely have him higher on the list. Very good, Mike. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. do. De- king of deduction over here. Yes, king of deduction. That'll be your new name. Um, yeah, so that's Bob Feller. Uh, anything else to say before you say your number 97 player? Nope. No. Okay, well then let's move on. Number 97. Ooh, I love this one. Tell Matt, us. Matt might hate him because no, he was I don't. mental. I don't. But, oh, love him. So... This guy, Carlos Beltran. Love count is two. Love Cal- Three. Carlos Beltran. Rookie of the year, mm-hmm. nine-time All-Star, mm-hmm. two, 2017 World Series, three mm-hmm. times Gold Glove, mm-hmm. two-time Silver Slugger, mm-hmm. 70.1 war, very solid, 2,725 hits. That's a lot. Almost got us 3,000, 435 bombs, batting average 279. I mean, he, he's got the power numbers there. Slugging. Look at the sluggings. Point four eight six. You look at the OPS. It could be a little higher, but it's point eight three seven. Uh, you scroll on down to his. Can we go back up to like his MVP? So. Oh yeah. Yeah, right there. Go MVP, down. Go down. Go down. Oh yeah, zero. But scroll down a little bit. All right, right there. Rookie of the year. So you got MVP voting top. What? Yeah. So he finished an MVP top five in MVP only like one, once, time. one time. One time. Several yeah, times shocking. he got votes. Nothing amazing. Yeah. He has went to several, several, several all-star games, which is good. But yeah. overall, I mean, I mean, he's a very good just player. Get to he's it. a very good player. You know, the fans, they, they love us already. They oh, think we're hilarious. Killing it. Killing it. And they love numbers, but they really want just brass tacks, Mike. Mm. Did I use that correctly? Like brass tacks. Fair okay, enough. tell us. So let's get to your Why is Carlos Beltran on your list? Carlos Beltran's on my list because he was a very good, complete player with the bat. Not what I thought you were going to say. Really? Postseason, maybe? Postseason, maybe? Is that not why you put him on the list? No, not really. If I was going to put him on the list, it would be because of postseason. So, uh, fill us in, postseason numbers. What do you mean, fill you in? Of the guys since that I've been watching since I've been born, which, you know, isn't that long ago. I mm. wasn't around for the Bob Filler days. Sorry. Uh, for all the Bob Filler fans. Big, big Bob Filler. Yeah. Um, he's one of the best postseason hitters since we've... I mean, he had eight... It's not a record anymore, but he tied Barry Bonds for a long time. It was no, Eight was like the magic home run number in the postseason. Barry Bonds, Carlos Beltran, maybe somebody else I'm forgetting. 
but they had the most home runs in the postseason. And it's because of, I think it was in 2004 when he absolutely caught fire after Houston yeah. traded for him. Yeah. Um, and, and to me, that's the reason why I almost put him on this list, that this was expanded by another five tennis players. He definitely would have been on it, but I left him off because, you know, you got to put Mo and Ozzy Smith and all those uh, guys on there, the Wizard. But, um, yeah, postseason, he played in 65 games. He had 307. He had 16 home runs. He did win a ring in 2017. Yeah, but he yeah. didn't contribute barely any to that <laughs> World Series. Um, and we love that World Series because, you know, the Astros beat the Dodgers and they cheated, so it made it even better. But anyways, <laughs> um, yeah, so that's what I thought you were going to say. But uh, for me, I looked at his career stats, and I believe he's a part of the... 300-300 club. Can we scroll on down? Mike loves these clubs. I love these clubs know? because it says, it says a lot. Like if you're a Disney fan, you love what's the club? Mickey Mouse Club? <laughs> Mickey Mouse Club. I was so, thinking uh, the club, like that costs like $30,000 to be oh, in. Oh, Club 33? Club 33, yeah. Mike loves clubs. Exactly. So, But at the same time, when you're stealing bases, you're putting yourself in a position to help your team score. You're putting, mm-hmm. you're putting yourself in a scoring position, you know? And he yeah. did that 312 times. Yeah, I mean, his numbers are he's definitely very, good. He's a very complete uh, OPS plus 119, it could be better. Uh, you know, that's he's why I just think he, he's not quite uh, 100 caliber. That's fine. And to me, I think he's a very complete player. You look at five tools, okay. he's, he's a does five he tool have, guy. Does he have five tools? I, I is he that good so. defensively? I think, I think he is that good defensively. Okay, well, you're... You have your opinion. So shall we uh, move on to number 96? Sam, do you know Kyler's Beltran? Yeah. yeah Who do you play for? That I don't know, but I can tell you. How, I am how long so did he play for your favorite disappointed. team? How long did he play oh, for your favorite he team? He was a rental. Yeah. He was a rental. Well, the Giants were having to push. Was it a season? The reason not even why a season. I created this quiz. It's not even a half a season. Right, yeah. It wasn't even a half a season. I forgot. I forgot if I'm sorry. The reason why I created this quiz <laughs> was so that Sam could say, I know Carlos Beltran played for the Giants. And she, and she didn't even know. know. We, we thought she'd know that one, but she didn't. We're... That's ridiculous. I'm not going to lie. I zoned out a little bit on kids. But I Thanks both. for paying attention. <laughs> okay, let's continue. Just no talk. He was a giant for no about four months and was almost single-handedly the reason why they went to the postseason in 2011. Uh, producer can't talk. Okay, number 96. Um, I already know what Mike's going to say about this one. <laughs> Sam knows this one for sure. He is known for another scandal, not Uh-oh. the Astros one. But the 1919 Black Sox, he was an outfielder. He didn't play. He played without shoes, Sam. Yes. He had a I know who you're talking about. phenomenal uh, do you? Yes. phenomenal batting average of 356 on base of 423, slugging of 517, career war of 62.2. And that's after he was kicked out of the league at age... At age 32 because of the uh, Black Sox scandal. And then, of course, shoeless Joe Jackson. Um, I know what Mike's going to say. He already gave us a little spiel. Oh, he played against Walter Johnson. And Walter Johnson wasn't throwing nasty curveballs. He threw the ball 91. Mike, can you throw the ball 91? (laughs) I can throw the ball faster than you. That's all that matters. That's true. That's all that matters. So can Sam. (laughs) (laughs) What does that say? (laughs) None. Not much. Okay. uh, But anyways, we can ramble on and on and on on why Shula's show should be in it. I mean, his career war was 62 at the age of 32. That was kind of close to him. Like, imagine where he could have been. He was still playing at a phenomenal level when he got kicked out. 
he who knows four, five, six, whatever years later, especially hitting against ninety-one mile an hour fastballs, he could have been doing this till he was forty. He could have been a top ten, twenty player if he kept going. I mean, so, Mike, tell us why you do not like Shoeless Joe Jackson. First of all, I want to apologize to the great Ray Liotta who played Shoeless Joe Jackson in mm-hmm. Dreams. Um, I mean, I respect the man, but I just don't think he's a top 100 player. I think he's overrated. Uh-huh. I think that... Tell us why. Well, I'm telling you why right now if, before you interrupted me. Uh, I just... He just... Those numbers, they don't do it for me. Guess, you, you put the, That's great. You can do all, all this war and all this stuff. I look at those numbers. I look at the area you played in. It doesn't... Nothing. Okay, then nothing. why is Ty Cobb on your list? Ty Cobb's on my list because he actually dominated. You look at those numbers. The guy's been he practically didn't dominate? 400. No. 1920, he hit 382. 1919, oh, cool. he hit 351. Oh, awesome. On base percentage, 444, awesome. 422, 425. Awesome. What, I, I don't understand what isn't dominated about any of these. Go look at Rogers Hornsby. Rogers Hornsby. home runs. That's Go, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he couldn't hit the ball at the ballpark when the dead ball arrow was done. Dead ball arrow is done, and he still can't hit the ball. The Not ball. only to add, but the live ball era started in what, 1921? The 1919, 1917, around there. Yeah, 1921, like I said. So <laughs> <laughs> the year before, Shoeless Joe Jackson was kicked out of the game. He still couldn't hit the ball in the ballpark. He had 382 in the dead ball era. He would have been hitting 440. Matt, look at the Rogers Hornsby, Rogers Hornsby five stats, okay? Dead ball era comes around. He's he's second to Ruth at that point in time. I mean, granted, he's like twenty home runs, thirty home runs off. But he's still knocking the ball out of the ballpark thirty plus times a year. Who those, those are numbers? Horsey? Yeah. Okay, those are, those are numbers. Not, those are numbers. Put a number those like twelve. On this guy, Shoeless Joe Jackson, he got caught in scandal. I mean, he's just there. The whole dead ball era to me is just blah. Don't care for it. Can we don't care for back the dead up. ball era? Let's go over the hypocrisy. Big word, I know. Hypocrisy of Mike. And he that? already did this before with Jose Canseco, Rafael Palmero of the whole steroid thing. And now he's doing it again mm. with the, oh, with the scandal. The guy he just listed, Carlos Beltran, is the reason that the 2017 Astros scandal exists. I get it. And I that's think- fine, but no, Shoeless is such a freaking criminal, maybe because he didn't wear <laughs> shoes, okay? I don't know, but say it ain't so, Mike. Wait, wait. Say it ain't so. Respect the move that he didn't wear shoes. That's, okay. that's, that's a man move right there. We're gonna, no, you're the producer. Mike and I are going to pause briefly Jeez, as our producer Sam is going to chime in. Go ahead, Sam. I want to know, Matthew, uh-huh. why you're so shocked about the hypocrisy with Mike when he literally <laughs> has Jose Canseco <laughs> on his list and then he talks about other players that should not be on the list because of Big Sammer. That's what I'm... That, exact, exact. Thank you, Sam. Go ahead. That's fine. I just, just think so we know, just, Joe Jackson's overrated. Done. That's going to be every time, every time that Done. I have overrated. a guy and Mike doesn't, he's just going to be like, Overrated. 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 Exactly. Okay, tell us why. Overrated, that's yeah. why. Dead ball era. What are you, seven? Dead ball era. <laughs> Dead ball era, they produced nothing. They're getting paid peanuts. Dead ball era. They didn't hone in the craft like I'm today. not sure what that has to do with anything, but we're going to move on. They so that's my number 96. Shirtless like Joe Jackson. Great baseball player. I know Terrible. because I saw him play. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, Mike, shall we move on to your yes. number 96? Shoeless Joe Jackson is not worthy of the top 100, but this next guy is. Best nickname in all of sports. And, and let me give you a little sneak peek on why Mike has him in his list. Home runs! Home runs! And the nickname. 
And the nickname, which is? Mainly the nickname, the crime dog, Fred McGriff. Just so we can kind of back wait, up. Wait, wait, wait. Scruff McGruff? Exactly. That's where he got his nickname. What does it take to get on Mike's list? list? Do you have a great leg kick? Do you have a great nickety name? Do you have the... How about we just go over the numbers? Yeah, okay. and we, we will go over the numbers. Five-time All-Star, okay. 95 World Series, three-time Silver Star. Wow, Silver, these All-Star. are amazing. I mean, granted, it's not a whole lot. He should be in the Hall of Fame. But War, 52.6. 2000, not great. 2,490 hits, 493 mm-hmm. home runs, 284 lifetime batting average. That's mm-hmm. pretty good. Pretty good. And then OPS is .886. He should be in the He's Hall of Fame. power numbers. Because Let's he has a 284 batting scroll. average. Oh, but Carlo, but uh, Shoeless Joe Jackson with his uh, 350 or whatever, 30. he's not worth anything. One, two, three, four, five, six. Six top ten MVP votes. You look at, you look at his career and his stats – He's just consistent. Just a solid guy with a great freaking nickname. That's why he's up there for me. 493 home runs, and a lot of people to this day still believe that he should be in the Hall of Fame. Myself and the viewers got one thing out of this, and that was you love his nickname. Did you even say what it was? Oh, you said Scruff McGruff or something. No, Crime Dog. Crime Dog. (laughs) Crime Dog. Okay, sorry. Respect the Crime Dog. Scruff McGruff. Crime Dog. Um, You show respect on that name. Best Tampa Bay Devil Ray of all time. Okay, so this is the reason why I don't love pointing out, oh, yes, you're right, there were six times in his career that he finished in the top ten in most valuable player voting. However, again, I like war, you don't. How many times did he finish in the top, top ten of war, which compares you, really, against everybody else in that season in war? One time was he in the top ten. So... What? Maybe he benefited from being on a good team many years instead of actually producing a great or, war and being a great player. You're on you're or, in and you're out. Yes, he hit a lot of home runs. Nobody's denying that. Or maybe Is that enough to put you in the Hall of Fame and all these other things? Maybe he benefited from that great nickname. Oh my god. <laughs> I, I I just I can't debate a guy that just nickname. No, no you can't. Okay, let's do the Jose Canseco sniff test here. Uh, his career war, 52.6. Average first baseman. Oh, sorry, Sam. He played first base for several teams. Toronto, Tampa Bay, Atlanta. This is Fred McGriff. Crime dog. Crime dog. Yeah, Chicago Cubs. A couple of years. One year with the Dodgers. You know, whatever, whatever. Nobody cares. So, um, okay, let's do the sniff test here. Well, I mean, with first baseman, they're going to be pretty low because there's a lot of power no, but, for first baseman. No, but, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, you... The great thing about the internet here, the thing that I'm looking at, I'm at my, what, what my is screen. that? What's the internet? Okay, we, we we're not going there, but it tells you what his WAR is, and it will compare it to Hall of Famers. The average, what the average first baseman does compared to what he did, and is he deserving? So let's see, career WAR fifty two point six. Other Hall of Famers average for at first base sixty five point five. So he's a little low. Average Hall of Famer had a seven year peak of forty two point one. Scruff McGruff had a 36.0. Again, low. His jaws, 44.3. The average Hall of Famer, 53.8. Low. Every single thing you look at. I don't like the disrespect that you're putting on this guy. You're calling him Scruff McGruff. I'm not saying he's not a good player. And maybe if this was a top 200, top 250, whatever, I'd have him on there. But we don't have enough time to do all that. Call him by the right name. Fred McGriff. Thank you. Okay. Anyways, Mike's number ninety six. Respect it. It's ludicrous. Not the Don't singer. It's not a guy. Is it? Is it? Okay. Yeah. I can't name one ludicrous. Luda. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, so that's his number 96. Let's go to my number 96 if I can get it up here. Uh-oh, that's weird. Anyways, uh, 96. Hardman Killebrew is my number six, 96. Um, this is a guy you can definitely make a claim, and I think a lot of people will, that he should be much higher, especially when you look through his numbers. By the way, Harmer, Harmer Killebrew, Sam, he played first base for the Twins, the Twinnies. That's a hat he's wearing. Thank you. Yes, I did it in honor of Harmer Killebrew. He had 573 career home runs, 256 batting average. Not great, but nobody really cares anymore. On base, 376. Pretty good. Slugging of 509 because of all those home runs. Um, as Sam yawns. Uh, yeah, so this is a guy that I think would have been much, much, much higher on my list if I was taking more into account of, like, because of the time that he played... It was a lot more pitcher-friendly, and he was putting up pretty good numbers. He won his MVP, like, the season after, like, they changed, like, the mound because Bob Gibson just kind of destroyed the world <laughs> with uh, how good of a season he had. Um, you know, and that's – he took off a little bit more, but he was still really consistent in the years where it was more dominated by, by pitchers. And I think that's one claim that you could take on, on why he should be much higher than where I put him, 96. Um but, you know, his, again, his, his numbers, I just didn't think that was enough. And his numbers consistently, when I compared against other guys, I thought was a notch lower. And I definitely wanted to have him on here and to give him the credit that he's due. And of course, Harmon, you know, he he would be so disappointed if I did not have him on my list. He would just, you know, um, tears would be flowing from his eyes. He'd find you 100 days. Um, yeah, I mean, he, he passed away 11 years ago, but, you know, anyways. Um, so he's going to haunt you in your sleep. <laughs> so, nine, what are we at, Sam? 95. 95 on my list. Uh, Mike, would you like to say anything on, if you have him on your list, if you disagree yeah, with no, I got him on my list. I agree with you, you know, and, uh, again, great player, 500 on one club, great power numbers. Mike's like MVP, yada, yada, yada. Yada, 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 and, yeah, let's move it along. I mean, he, he's deserving a top 100. There's nothing else to say about that. He's deserving a top 100. Okay, well, there you go. That was the quickest one we got yet. We're, we're, we're closing in on an hour. We're at 53 minutes. I know. So it's usually we're... the ones that we agree on, we go by fast. The ones that we disagree on, we got So maybe we'll do another couple, and then we'll just kind of pu- take a pause for the day. But anyways, um, let's go to Mike's number. Five. Mm. Ninety-five. I thought you said Wow. Okay, we're, we're just wow. going to skip the list and go to five. <laughs> one, two, skip a few. Ninety-nine. I actually am looking at right now who is number five. He is also way too high on Mike's list. But don't worry. In about three years, once we get through this list, you will also know who is number five on Mike's list. So, Mike, let's have it. Who is number ninety-five? I got Barry Larkin. So, the best shortstop for the Cincinnati Reds of all time. Hall of Famer, MVP, 12-time All-Star. Was that 1990 World Series? Three-time Gold Glove, nine-time Silver Slugger. Let's look at the offensive stats. No, it's my turn because you talk a lot. Quiet down. (laughs) 70.5 more, 2,340 hits. Batting average lifetime, 295. That's very good. Nearly 300. On-base percentage is uh, .371. Let's scroll down to his stats or even accolades or whatever. So he got that MVP. They were solid numbers. It was at least a, what, 15 home runs, 66 RBIs, 51 stolen bases, and then his slugging was 492. Very good year to win that MVP. We scroll back down to, let's, let's, what was that, the Jose Canseco sniff test, Matt? Can we go there? Can we go there? Is that okay with you? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's go there. So what's, what about this Jose Canseco sniff test? No, I have nothing no, nothing against Barry Larkin. I don't have him on my list. Uh, I think he's another guy that if it was expanded by, let's say, 5, 10 guys, he would be on it. But there's a different – like the sniff test 
I'm just sniffing out, is this guy even a Hall of Famer? <laughs> I'm not trying to say he should be on your list. Okay, I'm just saying Hall of Famer or not. Like Barry Larkin, he passes that test because, yes, he is definitely a Hall of Famer. When, I, when, he, when you do the test, he kind of barely passes it, but it doesn't matter. Um, I'm not really here to, you know, to uh, go through that at the moment. I, I agree. Did you have anything else you wanted to add? Or? No, that's pretty much it. I mean, he was a very good shortstop for the time that he was in. Honestly, definitely not not even the best berry on the list, but still not uh, the best berry. But at the same time, second best berry of all time. You put him up in shortstops. Barry Zito third. Barry Zito first. (laughs) Respect. Uh, At the same time, Barry Larkin. You look at the nineteen ninety shortstops for that decade. He is up there, and even into the early two thousands, he is up there. Always, just a solid top three, top five guy, Mister Consistent. Yeah, I mean he's a great player. If you look, if if you did look at his MVP season, doesn't quite compare to what a guy winning MVP would do now, but um, doesn't nevertheless mean that he did not uh, deserve it. I also want to point out, which I wanted to kind of chime in, but Mike's you know waved me off um, when you were going through, and uh, it I thought it was amazing. You were listing all the things about Barry Larkin, where he played. Sam was miming a lot. She knew everything you were about to say. You were like, Barry Larkin, shortstop. She was saying shortstop. I could see it. She, <laughs> she, 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 this is, I think, one this of her is top... This why we need you to. This, this is one of her top... <laughs> exactly. This is one of her top, I think, five favorite players. She loves Barry Larkin. Right, really? Sam? Oh, yeah. Tell, wow. me, tell me your favorite Barry Larkin factoid. He, his name is Barry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and he was a baseball player, and he was a very good one. Yep, he, yep, yep. That's basically what I said. Yeah. Thank you for yeah. summing it up. Yep. So anyways. Um, for all the fans. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I totally agree. Very good player. I maybe would have him like 10, 15 spots lower than this. Um, but, uh, again, we only have so much time. So I, could, uh, I couldn't make my list that long. So that is number 95. And now, Sam, we are going to move on to number? 94. Oh, she She's so good at math. Sure. It's freaking ridiculous. Yeah. But you know what, though? She is paying attention because I would do not know what number we are. Okay. Here's another catcher, the second catcher on my list. Probably going to be a little bit of a trend. I have, I don't know, maybe five, six, seven catchers on the top 100. And, you know, most of them are going to be a little bit lower, just kind of the nature of um, the num- the actual numbers that they put together. But the guy that I am about to talk about Played much of his career with the Texas Rangers, a little bit with the uh, Tigers. Again, he was a catcher. He had 311. Uh, sorry, he had 311 home runs. He had 296. Um, he won 13 gold gloves, which is incredible. And he, this is something that kind of separates him with the, even though I have Brooks higher on this list, but that does se- separate him with like the Brooks Robinson types of the world, is that he was incredible at defense. And he still put up really good numbers. Um, did he juice? Maybe. Probably. But um, whatever. The voters don't care. So neither should I. So, um, yeah. Mike, do you have anything to add? I know you have him on the list as well, but I think you have him. But you obviously have him higher up on the list. Best arm for a catcher of all time, I think. All time? Number I would one? say all time, number one. Yep. Laser throw. He, uh, laser throw. Laser arm. I mean, nobody ran on the guy. Mm-hmm. Nobody would dare to run on him. You would run on him. Oh, I tried to, but I get thrown out by a mile and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even though it's only sixty feet mm-hmm. in between, or ninety yeah, feet. It's not. 90, yeah, 90 okay. Feet. Yeah. Is he is he playing little league? Yeah. Well, yeah. The, when I played, I played only little league, so yeah, sixty feet. Um, so he'd really throw me out. 
Yes, of course. The moment that he's probably remembered for is is when he tagged out JT Snow to end the. Uh, That's my favorite moment of all time. Why? You're what? a Giants fan. Because it was hilarious. JT Snow's a glue. I was respect to JT Snow. Respect I think to JT I threw Snow. the Ramona at the television. Respect to JT Snow. I think I cried too. <laughs> Big fan of JT Snow. Snowpack. Snowpack. Um, he should not have been sent in the first place. He should not have been. Who, who was the third base coach? Um. I don't know. This Sonny is Jackson. a lesson. Who Anyways, knows? he should have been sent to home. He should have been 13. sent. He should have been sent. But the fact that he was sent, it was just hilarious watching him run down that line and trying to run over a guy yeah. who's nicknamed Pudge. Yeah. He's got the he's got the low man. He's the low man. He's gonna win. He's got the center of gravity. You weren't thirteen. What, what? How old was I? What year was this? Two thousand three. Yeah, you weren't thirteen. And math's a math major. How old was I? Uh, I I was. You were, I think you were like in 2003, uh, I wasn't 13. I was born in 1990. And it was in October, and I was born in April. Oh, what am I thinking? The math on her is incredible. <laughs> I don't know what you were thinking. This is why you don't test the math major. This is why you don't... You do, don't mess with the math major. Yeah, this is why you don't do crack. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, yeah, so Pudge, really good. Uh, we, we'll we'll yeah. ignore the 2003 nonsense. But, um, <laughs> yeah, really, really good. Again, you know, when you compare it to catchers... Would he have been uh, Roy Campanella would have passed him, I think, but he yeah. had uh, probably five, six good years taken away from him. Um, so uh, that's why Pudge, I give him a little bit of an edge, but I still wanted on him, him on my list, uh, nevertheless. So uh, that is it for me. Let's go to Mike's number ninety-five. Ninety-four. No, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, you're supposed to keep track. We're at ninety-four. Hundred. Crap, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Okay, so... We'll number 94. Right. Go ahead, Michael. Number 94 for me is Mariano Rivera. Again, you had him, what, the first player on your list? Number mm-hmm. 100. Again, he was a lights-out closer. And for me, I put him that high because he was unhittable for a long time. Nobody touched him. That cutter, it was just unbelievable. I mean, it's... You can't explain it anymore with Mariano over it. Yes, he pitched one inning and all that stuff, you know, but mm-hmm. he just, he was locked down. He closed the door. He gave the Yankees so many wins, so many. He was just helpful in the playoffs so many times. Mm-hmm. Where without him, I don't think those Yankees win a whole lot of games. Yeah, I mean, we talked about it earlier. He closed uh, the door for all those for the, all those Yankees teams. Yep, yep. Mr. No, we kind of talked about it earlier. I think... We said everything we needed to about Mo. Yeah. Um, and what number was that, Sam? That was 94. 94. So. I saw him pitch live at uh, Yankee Stadium his last you. season. Wow. It was awesome watching him come out to understand that. Did he get the save? He got the save. It was against the Giants. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Sam could get a save against the Giants. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, um, so we're just over an hour. Do we want to do one more? Do we want to yeah. call it? Uh, we could probably keep it going. We got, like, what, another, like, yeah, but our our listeners, they're you know they're ready to move they're on. They're sleeping. They're falling yeah, asleep. Yeah, yeah. Our our podcast is gonna cure insomnia. I'm telling you. Yeah, <laughs> you heard it here first. David, tell listen to us. You're gonna fall asleep. You know how they do like on the charts. We're gonna be number one. It's gonna be, like it's a new <laughs> chart. Joe Rogan, look out! It's the Put You to Sleep podcast. <laughs> That's what the name should have been. The Put You to Sleep podcast. Oh. Oh, well. Missed opportunity. Yeah. Okay, Missed opportunity. so we'll uh, keep going a little Shirts. bit longer here. Shirts. Put you to sleep. 
We can make shirts out of it. Put you to sleep. Put you to sleep. Sam, get on that. Shirts. Shirts. Put you to sleep. When you have more than five fans, I'll get on that. Do we count as fans? No. Okay, so we're at zero. I'm a fan of myself. If anybody's counting at home, we have. (laughs) But if somebody. Like and subscribe. Anyways, let's move along here. So the number 90. Sam. Huh? Producer oh, Sam. Jesus. I, I didn't she know doesn't even pay I attention. I didn't know. She expects us to pay her? I didn't. You're not paying attention. <laughs> uh, I didn't know. I thought you were talking about your old number, so I was confused. But yes, you're on 93 now. Okay, number 93. He is a second baseman. He hit 300. He played for several teams. Most notably Toronto, Baltimore, Cleveland, won a couple of World Series in 1992 and 1993 and was a big catalyst there in that San Diego trade. But anyways, um, yes, of course, I am talking about Mr. Roberto Alomar. Ooh, Spitboy. Spitboy? Yeah, he spit on the umpire one time. He was so upset. What a douche. But I think it was because he was yelling at him so much. Uh, who was yelling at who? Oh, Robbie Alomar was probably feeling like the umpire. Anyways, track that down. It's the facts that you needed to know. Uh, So Roberto... Snapple facts. Roberto Alomar, again, war 67. Very good. Uh, He finished top 10 in the war. And astonishing... Three times. Wow, that's not that good. No. Um, When you look at his war from offensive-defense, he actually, his defensive war is really not all that great, 3.3. His offensive war is where he kind of uh, um, comes slotted in at. But he had a really good 330 batting average. His on-base was 371, uh, slugging at 443. So um, overall, I mean, I think just overall consistent. I don't really have a ton to say. His OPS plus isn't great, which would be a knock, but um, definitely boost to that war is at 474 uh, stolen bases, which is kind of now in today's day isn't um, a huge, huge part of the game. Um, and uh, yeah, he did win 10 gold gloves, which is incredible for a guy that when I just said his defensive war was 3.3, it kind of looks like he has the um, Derek well, Jeter effect going on here. I mean, he also played against guys like Chuck Knobloch, who couldn't make a throw to first base. Mm-hmm. But respect to Chuck Knobloch, though. Mm-hmm. Respect. Chuck's going to be, he's going to text me. He's going to be so pissed. Chuckles. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you know, I'm almost, I'm almost talking myself out of uh, moving, removing him from this list, looking at that defensive war again. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm going to keep him there. Hall of Fame, blah, blah, 12 time All Star, really good, all these things. Uh, Mike, you got anything to add? I got on my list, but, you know, you're knocking him for his defense. I kind of think it's like the reverse Ozzie Smith here, where. His defense, where you're kind of like, you know, underwhelmed, underwhelmed by it, overwhelmed by it. You're, you know, you're looking at it and you're like, yeah, it's not that great. But you look at his offensive stats as a second baseman, they're pretty good. He produced for a second baseman when usually second base, you're just expecting them to play defense. But I think he was helping out, putting up numbers for the offense and putting in runs. But I think the reason why I'm talking myself out of him being on my own list here is that. I think the reason why many people, if you think top 100, Roberto Alomar, they would think yes. And it's because of his defense. And it's because he won 10 gold gloves. So that's yes. what you look at. Yeah. But the advanced statistics, granted, I just looked at one. We don't have time to look at all of them. So maybe yeah. they would paint a different picture. But right off the bat, it's not like it jumps off the page like it would with like an Ozzy Smith or whoever. Like it was just, it was just kind of, you know, 
it's just, yeah, it's just it's there. Just there exactly. So if if you're only looking at offensive, offensive very good, especially from defensive pers- uh, from a second offense from a second base perspective that you said. I mean, he had 300, 210 home runs, blah blah blah. But then yeah. a guy like Jeff Kent. You know, he's not, you know, like in yeah, the top 100 or anything MVP, like that. MVP, 377 home runs. Yeah, so I mean, you know, maybe looking at this again, I'm like maybe yeah. maybe he does get um, a little bit of a boost that isn't necessarily deserved. Um, Fair enough. You know. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I'm just going to leave him there. Yeah, let it go. It is what it is. Let it happen. I don't have a time machine to go back in time here and uh, move him down on my list. So. <laughs> um, okay, anything else for the number 90? Whatever this is, Sam? 93. 93? I pretty much said my piece. You know what I mean? I got him on my list, too. You know, great sec- great offensive second baseman as you're going over those defensive stats. You know, hey, there's a little more to be desired, but at the same time, it is what it is. Okay, so shall we go into your number 93, mm, Michael? Tommy is my homie. This is probably one of my, again, next to Larry We're Walker. We're going to make that in a t-shirt. Next to Larry Walker, one of my favorite players, Jim Tommy. You know, that guy just went up to the plate with that stance, has that bat pointed out, and just rakes home runs, right? Hall of Famer, five-time All-Star, Silver Slugger. Shockingly, no MVPs. You look at, you break down his season numbers for MVPs, there was one year, I want to say he had like 52 or 49 home runs, and finished second. Uh, and it no, was to he A-Rod. actually he hit fifty two home 52, runs, one hundred and eighteen RBIs in the year of two thousand and two, and he finished seventh in MVP. And uh, for Sam, he played for the Cleveland Guardians. We'll call them um, amongst a couple other not teams. What they were at the time he played. Do you need to hear so, anyways, great offensive powerhouse. He stepped into the plate and he put fear into the pitchers. You know, he walked up there and you're expecting home runs. You're expecting balls. And that's why I just respect that guy, and that's why I put him there. It is kind of incredible when you look at your When you look at his stats, he had a run of, like, 30-plus home runs guaranteed for at least half a decade to a decade. If I – yeah, you can do – Yeah. Yeah. From 96 to 94, what was his average? 96 to 04, he had 368 home runs, averaging 41 a season. (laughs) Uh, And no MVP. 285 average, no MVP. No MVP OPS plus of 157. And you can very well argue he should have won an MVP in that span. Well, Sometime in that span. There's a year here in 2004, uh, he hit 42 home runs, 105 RBIs. He hit OPS all, was 274. Yeah, his OPS plus is it's 144. Through the roof. Um, so again, Sam, 100 is average, and then 144 is much better than that. So not amazing, but he finished MVP 19. 19. That's insane. The voters... What are you smoking? Get mm-hmm. off that stuff. We're smoking whatever. Sam We're smoking, smoking. Yeah. Yeah. smoking whatever. Barry, what kept Barry Bonds on the Hall of Fame. Sorry. Cheap shot. Low ball. I didn't know if that was English. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but apparently it was. It was. Okay. All so, right, yeah. So Jim, tell me. I think both of us agree. I, I actually have him uh, very close to where you do. But... Um, yeah. I, I mean, like, especially look at that run. You know, not it's quite... Insane. It's I mean, he, he didn't win any... Gold gloves. Oh, I don't think his uh, if you look his at his defense, defense isn't anything spectacular. But neither more from Bruno Alomars or Derek or Jeters. Frank Thomas. Yeah, and they won plenty of gold gloves. Um, so, you know, it is what it is. Uh, I totally agree. He should be on this list and roughly in this area. So, Mike, I think you did a good job with this one. Oh, thank you, man. Yeah, his uh, defensive war is negative sixteen point four. Oh, 
Maybe that's why ESPN put him at 99. Yeah. He, yeah he, most valuable player only one time in the top five. Also, his war, though, only one time in the top five. So that's kind of weird seeing yeah. that. We're looking at his numbers, but <laughs> yeah, OPS, his has, defense must have really point, shredded that was war. That was 1.122 OPS. 1.122. <laughs> That's wild. And he's still finished in the MVP seven. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. So anyways, um, yeah, that was number 93. Um, for Mike? We're good. Okay, so we, shall we, we do one more? Well, would you want to just do the two more? Uh, we finish out to 91. We'll, we'll go through yeah. a little quicker. Okay, so my number 92, we can go through this one quickly, especially exactly. since we've talked about him already. Yeah. Uh, pitcher for the San Francisco Giants. Hall of Famer, Juan? Marichal. Marichal. Uh, from the Dominican Republic. Ten-time All-Star. Won an ERA title. Didn't win a Cy Young. Uh, but Cy Young, I think, started in like the early 70s, right? So he probably would have done at least um, um, a lot better in the voting. But... Um, yeah, we can list off all the things that we already said, and I know you love to hear my voice, but we'll probably just cut it off there. Do you have anything crazy to no, add that I want? No, nope. you know, I got my nope. list too. Deserving of the top 100. Anytime you want to see him, you just go to, um, what's the name of that ballpark these days? Pac <gasps> Bell, AT&T, Oracle. And it's got about 10 different names. Whatever. Uh, it's going to be Crypto.com. Just go to Third and King. Crackhead at Paul Park. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> just you go can to Third and King. He's you got can a see statue a statue. Right You'll see that late the, the Dominican Dandy. Okay, so now let's go to number 92 on Mike. He also has a picture. Mike, would you like to tell us about your number 92? So my number 92 is Phil Negro. So mm-hmm. for this guy, five-time All-Star, five-time mm-hmm. Gold Glove, mm-hmm. and ERA title. I think, like you said, when that Scion came around, it mm-hmm. was a little late in his career to get one. However, his war was 92. True. He just didn't get one. He just didn't get one. Looking at it. <laughs> oh, my God, yes. He just did not get one. That's he did finish no, oh number God. two one year and that, number three. Another that year. is insane. So yeah. scroll back up to his uh, career stats. Thank you. Uh, war, 95.9. That's a really good freaking war. Ridiculous. Right? 318 wins. Also, he's got like 274 losses. Uh, 3.35 ERA. <laughs> he's got 3,342 strikeouts and a 1.268 whip. So, again, his career stats are very good. And I just, you know, Hall of Famer, he's a top 100 player to me. Yep. I mean, definitely benefited from the fact that he um, played for a very, very, very long long time. time. Uh, He played for 24 years, uh, a little shy of what Nolan did, but 24 years. Um, so, you know, and, but you have to give him credit also because, you know, it, it's like the, it's like the Tom Brady thing where like, you know, he was playing to an old age, but he was still good. Maybe not quite as good as he was. I mean, he did have a 15 year reign, only one start, uh, though in 1987, I guess that was just for the Braves, but, um, knuckleballer, right? Yeah. Knuckleballer. There you go. Yes, one sir. One of the best knuckleballs of all time. Sam knew that. Oh yeah. Sam knew that. Sam, what team did he play for? The knuckleballs. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> um, Arena baseball team. Yeah, Phil Necro, really good. As Mike said, five times he finished. What team did he play for? The Atlanta Braves, Sam. Oh, you didn't say that. Jesus. Don't worry, Sam. In six years, I don't know why. Oh, Dad's calling you. But uh, <laughs> his uh, war will not be in the uh, nor his war. Or... Yeah. See, now I got a little confused. But yeah, Phil Necro, really good player. Yep. Obviously, I have him on my list. Uh, so obviously a little bit higher than you do. Um, so I think, you know, mm-hmm. we're, you're cutting them a little shy, but we'll get into that later. So uh, that's number 92. So now let's go. Well, you cut Pudge shy, too. I didn't I did knock you for that. He's, yeah. 
<laughs> I I I guess, but you should have. Okay. This is where you, this is one maybe you're going to uh to dispute a little. Do you think? Uh, we'll find out. Is a dead ball area player? No. Oh, nice. So this okay. guy known for playing with the Boston Red Sox and a few other teams, but um most notably the Boston Red Sox, especially with the uh, two thousand four World Series. Uh, not David Ortiz, who was not spoiler on my list. Um, snub. No, he's not a snub. Just look at the numbers. But anyways, um, you know, he's a guy that maybe liked to high five during the games more than he should have. Still a hot dog or two. Yeah, but still, he hit five hundred fifty five home runs. We know how much Mike loves home runs. It's his favorite. Dingers. Stack. He yep. Chicks love long balls, and Chicks so ball. does Mike. <laughs> uh, War of 69.3, really good. Uh, defense is just meh. 2,500 hits, 1,800 RBIs. Everything else is really good. Uh, On-base percentage of over 400. OPS plus for his career at 154. And that's why I think mm, a lot of people will have him 20, 30 spots higher than me. Um, at the end of the day, I mean, I looked at kind of the consistency and the defense and the whatever, the this and the that, and there was just a lot of guys that I thought were um, were more deserving. I put it a little higher. I don't have any on the top of my head to go through here, but, you know, that's kind of why I have him in this spot. Do you have any – are you uh, about to yell at me at why you think he should be much higher on this list? Uh, I think – I mean, I think you have him fine. I just got him higher because his bat was – he was an impactful bat, you know. I mean, again – do we? Is there questions about him, steroids, and all that stuff? Sure, but his back, his bat had an impact. He always put fear and intimidation into the pitcher. They, you know, they didn't want to pitch him, you know. And, but I think a lot of that defense comes down to like when he started getting a little older. Manny being Manny, not really caring about defense near the later end of his career. Manny would, right? Manny would, you know. But when he was when he was with Cleveland. He wasn't necessarily doing all those all those stunts. It was really right around when they won the World Series. It was Manny being Manny, mm-hmm. you know. So I think later in his career, that kind of hurt his defensive st- uh, statistics. Uh, that maybe that's why he got him lower. Yeah. You know. Well, I mean, I kind of realize now why I'm lower. Uh, I I love the whole war by year thing. Uh, I know you don't, but only one time did he finish in the top ten in war. Fair enough. Not great. He did get voted in the top ten in, in most valuable player nine times, so that doesn't really correlate to me. Mm-hmm. But um, again, it comes down to a lot of the team that you play for. However, I mean, if you looked at his numbers here from nineteen ninety eight to two thousand five, three hundred twenty six home runs. He averaged forty one a year. He hit three eighteen, averaged one hundred and thirty RBIs. Like this was an incredible stretch. Yeah. And this alone, I think, is. Uh, Hall of Fame worthy. He's not in the Hall of Fame yet. He may not ever be in the Hall of Fame, but um, he definitely should be. Maybe it's the steroid thing. Maybe it's the the uh, the defense thing. I'm not really sure, but especially what he contributed to the 2004 Red yeah. Sox. Um, he, I mean, nobody pimped a home run like Manny did, especially over what that about great David Ortiz. Awesome. What true. about Sammy Sosa? Yeah, true. Sammy Sosa. Nobody pumped a home run like him except for these other seven guys. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we're running along, man, because you got a little side comments. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, you know, I never claimed that I didn't like to ramble. It's my favorite thing to do. Um, okay. That's for sure. <laughs> so let's go into the last guy that we're going to talk about. Um, number 91 on Mike's list. He is a starting pitcher. Take it away, Michael. Doc Holliday. Roy Holiday. So, you know, Hall of Famer, two-time Cy Young, eight-time All-Star. Could have had a World Series, but I believe he came to Philly a little late, right? Well, he got stopped by the San Francisco Giants. Oh, yeah, exactly. And then he got stopped the next well, year by the Well, because they won it the year before. 
2009. Oh, I, I see right? what you're saying, yeah. So uh, that's what I'm saying. I mean, yeah, he had a chance at it, but the Giants knocked him out. Anyways, amazing with the Blue Jays. Blue Jays were a mediocre team. He was old, he, he was able to get 20 wins out of those teams. He had some very good years where he could have won Cy Young's maybe some other time, in the, some other eras or some other years, right? But for his war, he had 64.2, 203 wins, 3.38 ERA, and 2,117 strikeouts, not the greatest. But his whip, again, insanely low. And I th- I feel like it's very similar to almost Juan Marichal, where he didn't really allow a whole lot of hitters on, it looked like. You know, he kept, he kept runners off the base. Mm-hmm. You know, and for me, that's kind of huge, especially for a pitcher, is just limiting the chances of the other team scoring. Yep. You know, and again, with the Blue Jays in 2003, you got those 22 wins. Those stick out big time for me. You yep. know, especially on those Blue Jays teams where they're maybe like 82, 83 wins. Yep. Yeah, I totally agree. I have them a little higher. Uh, you won a couple of Cy Youngs. Um, a couple of years here kind of stand out as not so great, but he also had some injury problems. And then and, and, um, towards the end of his career, he, um, he really just kind of fell off a cliff. Um, but... Um, overall, you know, uh, definitely deserves to be on this list. Great player, uh, stopped by the Giants in 2010 and Mr. Cody Ross. But, um, yeah, you know, if he was in a better situation, he probably would have had at least a couple rings. But, uh, he played for the Blue Jays at a time where they weren't the best. But, uh, yeah, I think that's going to kind of wrap it up. We've gone through now 91 to 100. Um, for the next one, maybe we'll do, like, a little recap, of, you know, just to kind of get it started, uh, of the 10 guys that we did here. I'm agreeing with you, yes. Okay. Continue. <laughs> uh, you know, it's our podcast is like baseball. You know, we do hand signals. doesn't really do any good on a podcast when people can't see it. Um, when Like when Mike likes to show pictures on his phone. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> you know, it's cool. I can hey, see it. It's Ray Liotta. I said Ray Liotta for Sheila Joe Jackson. He's like, look Ray at this Liotta. picture. Like, oh, they can totally yeah, see that. It's Ray Liotta. But I uh, said anyways, Ray Everybody knows Ray Liotta. Yeah. yeah. So, um, anyways, I think that's going to wrap it up. Do you have anything else to say before we close this thing out? No, I think I'm good. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. And we will see you next time.